Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Alfion Bassey's picture, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. I am joined today by singer, songwriter, and poet Alfion Bassey. She is the daughter of parents that moved from, um, uh, I'm sorry, Africa here to the States, but Ophion was born in Boston. Her self-titled debut album mixes everything from Afro-Peruvian rhythms and funk to R&B and Nigerian ikombi. Did I pronounce that right? Ikombi. In Combi, okay. The you album debuted at number two on the CMJ New World Music Chart, its first week in radio promotions, and reached number four on the Soul Tracks Music Chart. Congratulations to you on that. And welcome to Thank the show. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yeah, that is awesome. For the first time out. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right, let me welcome yeah. Joe from Germany to the chat room. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. All right, Ophion. Um, Afion, let me make sure I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Is it Afion? You got it. Okay, Afion. Um, give me a little bit of, about your background musically. Sure. So I grew up in a um, household where we listened to a lot of different music. I am first-generation Nigerian-American, which you mentioned. So we had a lot of Nigerian music playing. We had Afrobeat. We had high-life music. We had the Ekonbi music, which is the traditional um, music of my particular tribe. We also mm-hmm. listened to a lot of, you know, some funk, some pop. We had Michael Jackson playing. We had Mahalia Jackson playing gospel. Ooh. We had Aretha Franklin. I mean, just such an eclectic mix of music in my house growing up. Um, and so I sang from youth, and my grandmother, who I'm named after, uh, you know, the original Off Young Vassie is also a wonderful songstress. So I've been influenced by her artistry and my own artistry. So music has always surrounded me. Now, I noticed that your first name and your grandmother's first name is spelled differently, even though it sounds the same. <laughs> so, um, Afiong is um, it's kind of a, a feminized version of Afiong. So Afiong is actually quite a common name where I'm from. Okay. And, um, you know, it's, it's, like, it's a unisex name as well. So you'll find men and women that are named Afiong. So Afiong is um, sort of the feminized version of it, and then there's Efiong, which is a you know a masculine version of it. But okay. Afiong is the root. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It is. So your parents are from Nigeria. You were born in Boston. What brought your parents to the states? So um, you know, around that time, in I guess the late 70s, it was mainly that people were coming here. Um, 
you know, to pursue higher education. And I think lots of people planned after getting whatever degree they got to go back. And then people just ended up staying, ended up having families and all of that. So my, you know, my parents were of that, of that generation of folks that came here for a couple of years and then stayed. <laughs> okay. And now are, are you from a musical background in terms of your family? Is there anyone else that's um, musically inclined? So my grandmother is a wonderful songstress and taught me a lot of the um, traditional Nigerian songs that I know. Um, everybody in my family enjoys music. My grandfather actually played the drums, and my brother does a little bit of percussion as well. But I would say that I'm the one that is pursuing it professionally. Okay. So we are musically inclined and artistically inclined. Okay. All right, let's talk about your self-titled debut CD, Afion Bassi. Um, tell me about this. Sure. So this um, this was definitely a labor of love and um you know, a, a dream that I'd had for many, many years. Always wanted to sing. I've always wanted to release my own music. And so I just feel that I'm very privileged to have been able to um, realize this dream of mine, to have been able to work with such talented people and um, convey the the messages of, of love and inspiration, um, of, of destiny, of purpose, of good relationships, all of that. The fact that I've been able to um, convey that musically and put it out to the world is just such a privilege. So I am excited. I'm excited um, about this journey that I've embarked on musically. Now, I read that you passed up a scholarship to produce this CD. Is that, tell me about that. <laughs> How did you read that? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> I did. I, I passed up a, a full scholarship um, to get an international relations degree, a master's degree. And, uh, you know, I was deciding between pursuing that full time and, um, you know, using the resources that I had to produce a CD. And I felt led by God to do the CD. And I did that instead of going to get my master's degree. And, you know, through all of the challenges and all of the, um, you know, the uncertainty of doing something that didn't have, um, you know, there's just something about getting a master's degree that's so formal. You understand, you go there for two years, these are the courses you take, and then you get out and you have this degree. But starting a record label and doing your own CD is just such a, um, such a different sort of thing. It doesn't have as many rules. It doesn't have as many... Um, the things that are laid out that you can follow. You just kind of go mm-hmm. with it, follow mm-hmm. your spirit. And so I'm glad that I did that, but it was definitely a, a road less traveled. <laughs> Scariest time. But okay. I'm glad I did it. Okay. But you do have um, a, um, a really, you know, a great educational background in that you are a Yale graduate. What did you study there? I was a double major in political science and African-American studies. Okay, and so you also work full-time, and what do you do? Yes, I am a a director of a leadership development institute in the area of education advocacy. Okay, and so you're working full-time, you produce. How long did it take for for you to uh, release the CD? I think it was about three years. Okay. Yeah, it was a long process because, you know, um, during that time, uh, you know, we finish a song and then I'd get inspired and 
You know, we'd say, watch it, let's try this, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Let me re-record this, let me do that. So it was really um, a, a time of, of exploration, of finding out what I wanted my sound to be, of working with mm-hmm. wonderful collaborators, and just getting to a place where I felt that, you know, even five, ten years past the release of the album, that I'd be happy with it. And I feel like I've gotten to a place where I, you know, I've been able to produce and create something that, is beautiful and, and timeless in my opinion. So I'm satisfied, right. even though it took a long time. <laughs> right. And this is a self-finance um, CD, independently um, released on your label. Let's talk about your label for a little bit. Tell me about that. Yeah, my record label is Moonlit Media Group. I named it Moonlit Media Group because my name, Afyan Bassi, means God's Moon. So it's Moonlit Media Group. And under this imprint, I... And, you know, managing my own career, but I also plan to uh, manage and cultivate talent of other independent artists and kind of take them along the journey that I've been on so that they can find their own way, find their own voice, and make music happen in their, you know, in their own lives. So I'm uh, excited that, about it. I, I'm excited for you about that because uh, have you um, signed on anyone to the label? Are you looking at anyone in particular? So I haven't signed anyone yet. Um, I want to make sure that the things that I'm doing are tested first on me mm-hmm. <laughs> before mm-hmm. I bring anyone else into it so that I can have as much wisdom and experience to share with artists that I formerly bring on, but I'm definitely working with artists um, and getting to know artists and producers and engineers and, and musicians who could possibly be part of the team formerly. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking it slow because I want to make sure that um, as I'm bringing people on, that I am I'm doing so in a way that is honoring to to them and what they're doing, um, and yes. also that I'm able to give them my attention. Oh, that is awesome, Afian. I I'm I'm loving that uh, what you just said. That is awesome because there are so many um, new artists coming onto the scene in you know different genres of music that need the direction and the help, um, you know, to to maneuver this music business. So, kudos to you for that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to get into some music, and I'm going to play, start with track number 11, because this is in your native um, tongue. And so would you tell me about the song and then translate it, and I will play it. Sure. So Epic Praise Medley is what you're playing. Yes. <laughs> and this is a, a collection and an adaptation of three traditional choruses in my family's tongue of Epic. Uh, which is the language of our tribe. And so um, what is being said in these? Um, you have one chorus that says, you that are carrying that heavy load, wipe your tears, dry your eyes, because today is your day of rejoicing and deliverance. So basically, you know, if you're low, t- today is the day that you're going to be happy and you're going to be joyful. Um, then there's another part of it that says, once you get washed and clean." stay clean because there's only one kind of water that can wash you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one other piece of it. And then there's another piece of it that says, um, you who are in that boat, don't cry because the owner of the boat is within the boat with you. So that actually talks about in the, in the scripture where um, Jesus is with his disciples and there's a storm in the water. And um, they don't have to worry because the storm is going to be calm because the owner of the sea, the owner of the boat, the owner of everything is with them in the boat. So each of these songs is a song of encouragement 
and a song of praise to God and the type of thing that you would hear in a Nigerian church, actually. So oh, okay. it's how much of that, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm talking to Afion Bassi. Her self-titled debut CD um, is available on her website, AffianBassi.com. Her first name is spelled O-F-F-I-O-N-G. Her last name is B as in boy, A-S-S-E-Y. This is Epic Praise Medley.
Praised Medley. That is from Ophion's self-titled CD, Ophion Bassey. And you can find that again on her website, OphionBassey.com. Now, Miss Ophion, this CD is released, released on your label, but are you working with someone for distribution? Yes, I'm working with KES um, Music and Video Distribution. They're out in Chicago. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. And, of course, with uh, Rick Scott Productions as well Absolutely. for the PR work. Yes. PR. Yes, yeah. excellent work for me. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the um, musicians working with you on the CD. Tell me about them. Sure. So um, the CD was produced by um, Bletti Emmanuel Cañon, who is an Ivorian-born um, producer and you know, just an amazing, amazing arranger, um, musician, et cetera. So he, um, he produced the album from the beginning. We co-produced um, tracks and all of that. And I had an all-star cast of musicians on the album um, from, let's see, we had Nigeria represented, we had Morocco, we had U.S., we had just such an eclectic mix of musicians who represented um, many different genres and dif- different backgrounds. So they each added their flavor to the tracks. My brother as well, um, my, my younger teenage brother played percussion on one of the some Oi Bameta. So we had a great time, you know, in the studio just building, creating, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this album. So it was great. Now, I read that some of the musicians were either mostly students from um, Berkeley or alums That's of Berkeley. Correct. Did you attend Berkeley? I didn't attend Berkeley, but lots of my friends did, and lots of okay. my mentors are associated with Berkeley, so I've really had a great relationship with, um, you know, with folks from the university and, um, you know, lots of my collaborative partners have been from there. So it's a blessing to to have that relationship with Berkeley, though I personally did not attend as a full-time student. However, I did do a couple of workshops there. I did um, a, a vocalist workshop and a songwriting workshop a few years ago at Berkeley. So I, I definitely have ties there and, and I'm there often. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Now, how often do you go back to Nigeria? Um, every few years. I actually haven't been since 2009, so I'm overdue for a trip. I'd love to go mm. uh, later this year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I've never been to Africa. would love to do that trip someday. Good. Uh, yeah, definitely. And so are you, like, famous there? Are you very popular? I hope so. <laughs> we'll see. They know about we'll your see music. Until I go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That is cool. All right. I have a phone call for you um, as soon as I can okay. bring them up on the board here. Area code 202. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, it's me. It's Mike. Oh, hey, Mike. It's a different number, so I didn't recognize yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. So. Good, good. This is my co-host, Afian. Uh, Mike, meet Afian. Hello. Hey, Afian. How are you? I've been doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to hear your voice. All right, so um, let's get into another song. Afian, I'm going to let you pick the next one. How about Chasing After the Wind? Okay, tell me about that. Chasing After the Wind. Um, this song, to me... You know, it talks about how so many times as people we chase material things, we chase things that um, are going to go away, are going to be fleeting. 
mm-hmm. don't laugh. And this song encourages all of us to chase after the one who created us, the one who provides us with opportunities and the one that loves us. Um, so I'll just, I'll just leave it there. And then those who listen can extract from it the meaning that they want to assign for it to their lives. But chasing after the wind is about chasing the right thing. Got it. All right, here is Chasing After the Wind.
right, there you go. Chasing After the Wind from Ophion's self-titled debut CD. Uh, very nice there. I like that one. Thank you. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now, I know I'm just coming into the show and everything, but I was to ask you, when you were recording this uh, album, did you know going in that you were going to be using so many different musicians from all over the world? I didn't know going in, but I'm glad at how it all turned out and how it all came out. Um, we definitely listened to each track and had an idea of what we wanted the sound to be and then chose the musicians that we felt would embody that the best. And so that's why there was such an eclectic mix of musicians. So I'm glad that it, I'm glad that it came out the way that it did. And the ones that, that are on the CD from Nigeria, did you know them beforehand? I didn't know them beforehand. I met a lot of people through the process. And so we've okay. become, you know, we've become like family, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Um, I, I also read that the, the and I, I cannot pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try, um, but that he is now your, your band leader or music director. Right. So it, it actually depends on the gig. So I have different band configurations depending on the gig. Um, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so there's some gigs where I just have a couple of people. There's some gigs where I have a big band. So it really it really varies, but I have different configurations for different, um, you know, for different events. Okay, got it. Now I'm looking at your um, liner notes here, and I sure. noticed that every song has a conceived date listed <laughs> underneath it. This is the first yes. time I've seen this. So tell me why you did that. So that's the date that the idea for the song first came to me. Um, and I think it's important because it, just like when people keep diaries or journals, um, I keep a record of every time that I get an inspiration for a song or a poem because when I keep that record, it reminds me of that time and that place, and it also honors the fact that I've been given that gift of a song or a poem at that point. So the conception date of my songs is really, really important to me. And you see that some of those, I think the oldest one on there is probably 2005. So mm -hmm. you can imagine, you know, having an idea for, what, eight, nine years. Yes, <laughs> and, weatherman. And, you know, having to wait this long. Yeah, yeah, having to wait this yeah. long to have it come out. So it's a, it's a blessing, and it also just reminds me of the journey that I've been okay. on and that I continue to be on. Okay. Now, speaking of your poetry, um, do you have, like, a book of poems that you've written, and do you perform those? Um, I do do spoken word and poetry every so often. Actually, the next live show that I have, um, which will be in Providence on Friday, March 14th, is going to be an evening of soul, jazz, Afrobeat, and poetry. So I don't have a book of poems, per se, that I, you know, plan to publish anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, but I do write poetry all the time. Mm, okay. Yeah. I would like to see some of your poetry sometime. Um, Absolutely. I guess I'll have to get that up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, actually, your your CD is your poetry, really. I mean, you wrote all of the music on here. I mean, that's basically your poetry um, as well. So, yeah. Right. Pretty right. good. Thank Pretty you. good. All right. Now, I'm going to ask now, you're a, a Yale graduate, and you double majored in political science and uh, African-American politics. Uh, I wanted to ask you, now, why not music, and was there ever a choice for you to attend Yale? Was there ever a, uh, yeah, a option for you to attend Yale, 
or, or, or go to Berkeley? Um, great question. So, yes, I was a double major in political science and African-American studies in undergrad. Um, one of the great things about those majors is that they were quite interdisciplinary. I took lots of different classes. I took anthropology classes. I took sociology. I took, um, you know, arts and literature courses. I also took music courses. And so I was able to construct for myself an academic experience that embodied many, many different aspects of who I am, including African studies. I did take African studies classes as well. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um, I didn't. I never did plan to major in music in college, but I was definitely musically involved in college. I sang on the praise and worship team at my church, and I um, was part of a, an a cappella group called Shade, and we toured around the world, actually, uh, we went to Japan twice, we did Puerto Rico, and we sang music of the African diaspora experience. So jazz, African music, R&B, soul, you know, that was part of my um, college experience to be involved in those musical idioms. And then also I, um, you know, a lot of the songs that ended up on this album are songs that actually were conceived while I was in college, and some of them were conceived while I was in class. <laughs> and so the just the experience of being in that space, you know, with that intellectual energy, with that um, energy from my friends and just being around people who had different types of backgrounds and thoughts, that really fuels me in my artistry. And, um, you know, and I feel like I am who I am today as an artist because of the wonderful college experience that I had. And although I didn't apply to any music schools and although it wasn't a plan of mine to attend Berkeley, I feel like I've been blessed to be you know, like a, an adopted child of Berkeley just because mm-hmm. of how many of my collaborators um, are, you know, affiliated with the university and because of, uh, you know, the mentors that I have that are um, professors there. So I, I feel like I really did get a, a, a great experience in college and then post-college being associated with such a great institution of Berkeley. Now, you <laughs> mentioned Berkeley. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry, I was going to say that that's why I asked you that because you, know, you collaborated with some with some alum of the college, and I know that some of them have probably asked you the same thing as to why you didn't go to go to Berkeley versus mm-hmm. Yale. That's mm-hmm. why I asked you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you mentioned earlier um, that. I, as I mentioned earlier, that your parents are from Nigeria and they came to the states to go to school. And now, does is that something that is common in Nigeria, where people will come here to the states and go to school and then go back? Um, yeah, it's to... common. Yeah, so you you had a lot of people, um, you know, that will come here to maybe get their second degrees or, um, mm-hmm. you know, do a yeah do a postdoc or a fellowship or, or something like that. Not only to the U.S., but, you know, just to travel abroad generally to get, you know, a different perspective academically. And then sometimes they'll go back to their country of origin and sometimes they'll stay in the place where they settled. Okay. Now, since you were born here in the States, was going to college an option or was it a necessity? It was it was not a thing of discussion about whether or not I would go to college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The next step, absolutely, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, um, I'm going to play another song, and uh, it's going to be Wild Oats. Tell me about All this right. song. All right, <laughs> Wild Oats. Um, you know, I believe we're all given talents. We all have um, gifts, 
and it's important that we use those to the best of our ability and that we put our focus and our attention in places where um, our talents and our treasures will have the most value and the most return. So that's what Wild Oats is about. And, you know, we kind of have a grooving 70s R&B vibe there, something you can rock to. Rock to. Wild Oats. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is Wild Oats. Invest in time, talent, treasure On something that does not bear fruit Cultivating ground that has not been ordained
that. That was Wild Oats from the self-titled CD from Ophion Bassey. I like that one a lot. Very nice. Thank you. Um, Give us a call at 646-716-5485 if you have any questions for Ms. Alfion. Um, I would like to read a couple of reviews of her music. Um, the first one says, music is considered the universal language. However, Alfion Bassey has taken this idiom to another level with her self-titled debut album, The Total Body Experience, which speaks to all aspects of the self, Physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Highly recommended. That is from Linda Malloy Glover from Abyss Jazz. The other one says, Bassie blows the doors open like a force of nature on a roll. She takes African music, stirs in a whole lot of other stuff and techniques, and takes the whole thing to a whole different level of the game. While being respectful of Makiba and Lady Smith, she's also strong-willed enough to add a strong link to the chain. Must hearing for open world beat ears. And that was from Chris Spector from Midwest Records. Um, who is Lady Smith? Lady Smith um, Black Mombazo is a South African all-male a cappella um, singing group that's been around for a long, long time. And they were very um, instrumental in spreading the beauty of South African culture across the world. So to even be mentioned in a review along with their name is a huge honor for me. Uh Okay. Awesome. Now, you recently performed at Scholars. How was that that experience for you? It was great. Actually, the the concert sold out. Sold out Scholars Jazz Club on my first time there. So it was wow. a huge blessing to be there, and the concert was also a day before my birthday. So it was a great birthday present to be at Scholars with my band and to sell it out, which was a huge surprise. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you so much. With nine musicians, including backup singers and a horn section. Yes, ma'am. We pulled out did, all the stops. Did somebody do a video of that? I do have some video. I have a couple of uh, videos posted onto YouTube. Okay. So you can take a look there, yes. Oh, all right. Well, that's great. Your first time there and you sell out. That's great. I did. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Definitely great. Now, let me ask you, now you, um, you want to, I read that in your bio, that you want to develop new artists and help them on the business side of their music careers. Uh, well, how did that come about? And uh, are you have you uh, retained anybody to uh, has a uh, has clients yet? Right. So um, I have a professional background in corporate strategy and management consulting. So I wanted to bring my business skills to bear, um, you know, in the industry and to mix my creativity or help my creativity in, along and the creativity of other artists by giving them that business backing and that management backing. So. Right now, for the most part, I'm focusing on my own career and cultivating what it is that I have, have sown into, um, you know, what I've done as, a, as an artist and as a musician so that once I reach a particular level of establishment, I can do an even better job in cultivating and, um, you know, helping out other talent. So mm-hmm. there are other folks that are on my radar, definitely, but I've not signed anyone formally yet to my label, Moonlit Media Group. But very soon, very soon I will. Cool. So basically you are your first client. I love, I love that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not only the president, but I'm one of the clients, you know. 
All right, so what what is your next project going to sound like? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. You know, I've already started to get into the studio and have started to make relationships with some folks that will be part of my next project, but I haven't really sat down to map it all out. I have a sense of the songs that would be on it, and granted that, I, you know, since I write as often as I do, I have lots of material, so it's a matter of, making decisions about what should be on this project. Mm-hmm, but in terms mm-hmm. of the sound, you know, it'll definitely have that organic, soulful vibe, that jazzy vibe, and, um, you know, stirring lyrics. So that's all I can say about it right now. So I guess oh. we'll all have to wait to see how it, it all evolves. Okay. I asked because I read that there's a possible unplug um, project that it, you're working on for this spring. That is true. That, okay. is, that is a possibility. So taking it one day at a time, you know? (laughs) Okay, got it. Now, where are you going to be performing next? So I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island, on Friday, March 14th, at a club called FET, F-E-T-E, in in Providence. So I'm going to be there with my band. We're going to have some spoken word poets out there, and it's just going to be a nice, nice poetic evening. Okay. And you're coming to Vegas, you said, in a few weeks. Um, in a, few, a couple of months, actually. In a couple of months, okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and that's unfortunately for business, but you never know. You know, you just <laughs> never know. <laughs> never know what will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's been such a pleasure Thank to speak you. with you, Mike. You have any other questions um, for Afion? Um, no, really, just a, a comment. Basically, I know that you see places you just spoken word and everything. We have a um, uh, some uh, clubs. Wasn't that? That's not even clubs. They're restaurants. It's called Bus Boys and Ports. I don't know if you heard. Oh of that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you know, this one down here in Maryland side, they have. Well, all of them have stages. But uh, maybe like if you do something with them, and you can come in and, I guess you know, do a little um, you know uh, a devil type of set with you do some spoken word and some some singing. That would be That'd great. Be great. Make, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I would love to see you in person as well. Thank you. Thank you for putting that on my radar, for sure. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's great. Now, now right. I just have one more question, too, okay. before we can be kind of end it up. Now, um, living on the East Coast, do you figure that's a, uh, as far as your music, did you, did you think that maybe going to the West Coast, or how do you want to kind of get your music out there uh, across the country? Um, is living on the East Coast kind of a, a more of a positive? No, yeah, I, I'm fine with living on the East Coast. I'm, you know, comfortable there. I have my family, friends there. I'm established there. Um, and I feel like, you know, I was actually in L.A. last month. I attended the Grammy Awards, did some artist development there, um, got into the studio a bit, did some photo shoots and things like that. So I think mm-hmm. that I can probably travel out to the places where I'll need to be and just mm-hmm. plan to, to be there when I have business there. But I don't think that I would need to relocate to the West Coast, and so I don't have plans to do that anytime soon. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for giving Mike and I an opportunity to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've had a great time speaking with you as well. Oh, what? I apologize for calling in late as well, too, so I apologize for that. Oh, no, no. Well, much continued success to you and all the best to you, and uh, we definitely will be following you and looking forward to that next project. Me too. I'll keep you on the radar for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you again. You have a great day, Afian. And you too. You too. Take care.
Okay, okay. bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was Afion Bassey. Her self-titled CD is available on her website, afionbassey.com. Her name is spelled O-F-F-I-O-N-G. Her last name, B as in boy, A-S-S-E-Y. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram under the same name. So definitely check her out. Support her if you're in the in the area. Definitely go to her, her shows and support her. Purchase tickets to her shows and purchase her music as well. All right, Mike, anything to add? Uh, nothing much. Like I said, um, you know, um, in interviewing Miss Bassey, you know, like I said, uh, you know, we've we've come to interview a lot of different artists that you know I've never heard of or never, you know, seen perform before. But this young lady, like I said, is, is definitely one to keep an eye out on. I, I love her voice, love the music that was played, and uh, again, you know, and Terry, you know me, like most of the guys, look, she's she's gorgeous. Okay, so definitely <laughs> check her out and follow. I, I will be following her on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Yes, this same. young lady is definitely one to watch out for. She's a, a nice, uh, a, a different type of um, artist, I, 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 I would say. You know, we don't really uh, interview New World artists. And for us to, this, I think this is our first New World artist, correct? Yeah, no? I think so. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that was yeah. a different type of vibe, and I really enjoyed it. Something different to introduce the listeners to, you know, something to give them a different perspective of the music and a new artist they never heard of. Um, so I'm happy that we were able to do that. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going to close the show. Her turn, I definitely have a new perspective right now, okay? Again, she is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. She is gorgeous, okay? But, hey, hey, you know. Curry on, Curry on. Curry on. Curry on. Goodness, she's off you on. Did you hear all of that? <laughs> all right. I sure did. Um, I did. Okay. <laughs> You're very kind. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay, while you're still on the phone, Afyan, I'm going to close the show, the show with another song, and it's going to be It Might Be Hard. So tell me about this one. Yes, this is a song of encouragement, that the things that we're going through, um, that though they might be difficult, um, it's not held because we are still in the hands of our God that loves us, and mm-hmm. we are not separated from him. So that's It Might Be Hard. Okay. All right. Thank you again. Mike, you have a good day and try to stay out of all of that snow. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I know it's coming down like crazy on uh, there in Baltimore. But stay safe and be careful there. Um, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time from Afion's self-titled debut CD. This is It Might Be Hard. Thank you again, Afion. And thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.